Welcome to Stand Out from the Crowd, the podcast dedicated to helping professionals and leaders amplify their voice, impact, and influence. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, hello, bonjour, salam alaikum, I hope you are doing well. If you are new here, welcome. My name is Doreen and I'm the host of the Stand Out from the Crowd podcast dedicated to helping you amplify your voice, impact and influence. Every day, every week on a Wednesday, I get the opportunity to uh, uh, welcome a special guest and to interview some of the brightest leaders and entrepreneurs in their industry. So you learn from the best, you get inspired by the most uh, uh, beautiful and challenging stories and you build a life and you make an impact you know the way you envision it for yourself so today today we are talking about turning your passion into profit and i know this is a burning topic because this has been buzzing you know a lot of people you hear turning turn your passion into profit find your passion your purpose and yeah, but how do you do that? And, you know, for a lot of people, that can be challenging to find your passion, to identify what you are passionate about. And then how do you turn it into turn it into profit so you can make a living out of it? Because this is possible. Yes, it is risky. But the good news is that you can minimize the risks by starting small and planning carefully. So turning your passion into profit could rapidly close the gap between where you are today and where you would like to see yourself tomorrow. Our guest today has combined her passion for real estate, education, project management, and customer service to help home buyers, sellers, investors, and people moving to Toronto and the GTA to make the most informed real estate decisions. So in in this episode, she is going to share her journey, how she quickly identified her passion for real estate and ultimately for helping people and got it off the ground and turned it into a viable business. So please, without further ado, help me welcome Umu Samake to the Stand Up from the Proud podcast. Hello, Umu. How are you doing today? No, hello. Hi, I'm doing good, Darren. How are you doing today? Oh, always beautiful. Every day alive is a beautiful day and another opportunity to be grateful. Indeed, we have to. We have, we to. have to, right? It's so difficult out there. Listen. <laughs> Okay, so Umu, thank you for joining us on the Stand Up From The Crowd podcast. Uh, your story is very inspiring, uh, and, and I love interviewing powerhouses women on this podcast because our story matter, and we do have a voice, and I really want to be able to amplify our voice so we can inspire more people, and especially more women, to step up and become the leader they were meant to be. So tell us a little bit about you first. How long have you been in Canada? Uh, thank you so much for that initiative, first of all. 
and then thank you for having me today. Hi, everyone. So my name is Um Samake, and then I came in Canada in December, like in 2011. So it's almost 11 years that I've been in this wow. country. Um, I landed first in Moncton in New Brunswick, uh, which is like where I started my university uh, there at University de Moncton. So that's a little bit. Wonderful. So did you know from the day you came to Canada, you know, while you were in university, in university, had you already, did you know already, already your passion? Was it something that it was clear from the beginning that you had already identified or that's something that came along the way throughout different life experiences? Well, I wish I was those, one of those, those people who will say, yes, I know from the beginning what I, I want to be. You know, sometimes when you watch Oprah, they say, you know, you have to know your purpose in life. And I'm like, wow, at that time, I was like, what was my purpose in life? The yeah. one thing I know, I love to educate. I love to share my knowledge. I love anything that is operational, entrepreneur, anything that is like, go get it. Mm -hmm. I love to do that. So... First of all, besides, before going into my passion, maybe I will explain a little bit my background mm -hmm. so you can understand where my passion may come from or if I find, you know, uh, my purpose right away. So I came from a entrepreneurial family. My my father and my mom, they were both entrepreneurs. My father was into uh, real estate as well. Okay. So real estate and in the hospitality uh, industry. And then my mom, even, even though she was she's working, she used to do uh, business side. So I used to be one of her agents, like going to do selling for her. She was most into woman beauty, like bag, clothes, uh, makeup, you know, incense. If you are from Africa, like incense, we sell a lot of all those things. So I grew up on that industry. And then, then I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I was really good at doing selling for those people. <laughs> Oh, so that's good. That's a good skill, actually, to, to master. Trust me. <laughs> and then I came to Canada. I thought, like, I want to be some, somebody who want to make a change in people's life. Mm -hmm. That was since the beginning. I don't know how, why, but I know I will make a change in people's life. And for me, it was through education. I attend different communities. I attend different um, associations, different events where... I was a panelist and then had a project um, to make changes in this world. Okay. And then <laughs> I even had a project of uh, recyclable project that was in the big, big, big shell, a bit like big uh, level in, around the world. And then I was in my like less than one years in my university, less than one years in Canada. But I took the chance to go there and to learn and to expose my uh, project in front of different investors and then attend different uh, university competition. Why am I saying all of those experiences? For me, it was to find myself. Mm -hmm. Find what I want to do in life. You know, I love my education. I even had to change my, my, my degree at my program because I started with management. And I found that like management was good, but I want more something that has to go with um, people. And exactly, people at the same time having some some logical things inside. And that was a file when they were saying it's hard 
how to do in stuff, you know. Like if it's hard, I want to know what is why is it hard. I want to be there. <laughs> I want to know how it is. So I switched to there, and then I start like operational management, project management, and supply chain. Mm-hmm. And then was some of the top of my class, my university. So I learned from that one as well that I have the power to come to a new country, you know, from different background and make it happen. Mm, that's very important in your self-discovery journey and that's the thing what you're saying here it's so so much important because after time we feel confused and when you hear all these people and you said it at the beginning oh yes know your purpose know your passion follow your heart but when you don't know you don't know what you don't know and it can be you know frustrating and sometimes it can be confusing but what you're seeing it what you're talking about it's about self-discovery And most people are not self-aware of their own potential to achieve anything they want in life. And so you, through your journey, you know, coming from a country to another and going through, through like different uh, experiences, you were able to discover yourself. And to me, this is the ultimate power because once you know yourself from the inside, once you know how to listen and you understand your inner voice, there is literally no limit to what you can achieve. So yes, self-discovery is super important here. Exactly. And then I want to add one thing to that as well. You know, especially for young people, we see in, we are in the world of overachieving. Yeah. Social media making it, if you're not hustling, if you're not doing something, you are a loser. I'm saying no, because that puts so many pressure on you that sometimes it might, might paralyze you to do things or it might paralyze you to go for what you want or you feel like what you're doing right now is nothing. You don't have to, I feel like we don't have to feel like that. Yeah. You have to make it easy on you. And social media is just an image that people portray. Life is beyond that. But take the chance to explore what you want, what you like, especially in, if you are in your 20 or below. Is a time for exploring. It's not the time for you to think about overachieving and everything. No, take the time to explore. Go meet people. Go do activities that you'll enjoy. Start a business. If you fail, congratulations. <laughs> we will applaud you. Let us know if you try and you fail. We will applaud you because that's a great achievement. This is this is like the best way to learn. But you know, I, I want to add to that. Not especially, not only for young people, because let me, I will share something personal here, and I believe I have never shared it on social media, is when I turned 30, I had a breakdown, and I cried myself out for weeks and weeks and weeks, because in my mind, and based on society expectations and what I would see on social media, to me, I would have figured everything out And I would have achieved my highest level of success by the age of 30. So now I can talk about it. But what I realized is that I never envisioned myself beyond my 30s. Because for me, 30, that was the... That was the markdown, right? That was, hey, 30, successful, married, kids, international career, like the money on the bank account and so on and so on and so on. And obviously I reached 30 and I wasn't where I had envisioned myself. And I started panicking because I was like, okay, so now it's too late for me. What I'm going to do? What I'm going to do? And it was a very, very challenging time. 
And then I talked to one of my uncles who's, who told me, you are so young. You, like, you don't even realize it. And you don't take into consideration from where you are coming from. That's true. You are, you are starting from like 100 meters, 150 meters from the starting line because I'm, I'm coming from a very modest background, raised by a single mom. Uh, my parents didn't go to school. So, you know, and when by the age of 30, the level that I had achieved was just unbelievable. And I had been at the White House by this time. But for me, it was still not enough. So that's very important what you are sharing for everyone because we set, we set such high expectations for ourselves based on what we see everyone around uh, uh, achieving or at least communicating or marketing because I think I'm not I'm not really wrong when I say 80% of what you see on social media, right, is fake or is not accurate. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay. We don't show everything and, on social media though. Exactly. And so we put like too much pressure on ourselves for nothing, like literally for no reason. So I think that's a good reminder uh, uh, to people. That's totally true. And then one point that you mentioned, and that I'm just gonna bounce back on that, is like everybody has his own timing. Yeah. Your timing is different from the one from your friend, from the one of the society expects you to have. But as well, you have to make sure that you know I have to be better than I was yesterday. Mm -hmm. That's the point of comparison. Sometimes I hear people like, oh, this is not money, all this. So it's not my time. Yes, it's not your time, but no, don't sit on the sideline and look at it. Be better than what you were tomorrow, yesterday. Be better tomorrow than yesterday. Right? Keep moving. No matter what, life will show you difficulty to see a new angle. Sometimes I say we pray for things in our life to happen. But the way it happens, we'll be like, no, no, we weren't ready. We wanted to have success, you know, but we did not want to go to that such challenging things in our life. But that challenging thing in your life is to make you ready to handle the business that you pray for. So that 100%. And then keep moving. No matter things, no matter what, you know, sometimes life can get harder. You know, yeah, you can take one week off, like, you know, take time, you know, have those, those moving, moving time, like ice cream in front of the TV. One week, give you a time of moving that's morning that that precise period of your life but you have to be your master you have to be your mom you have to be your dad and tell to yourself it's time for me to go again that's very true so now you've been like you are in university you've been through all these different experiences you realize that education is something that is appealing to you uh, because you want to make an impact you want to be able to add value in in, in people's lives so when when did you start or how did you mix your passion for education? Then how did the passion for uh, real estate uh, came uh, came in? How did you handle everything and how? And that would be my second question. And how did you turn it into profit? But let's take let's take let's talk about how you uh, mixed and managed uh, everything once you were clear about what you wanted to do. Okay, so uh, the first thing is like. How do I manage from 
mission to ministries, like combine all those things. Uh, from young age, I was teaching people the, the, the different subjects I was, I was learning. For me, it was to go out, learn about it, and then share it. And then the same things happened to real estate. I grew up and I know the value of real estate. And then most of the time, we, we as an immigrant, we come, we come in the city, we talk about work, we talk about, uh, you know, settle in Canada, but we really talk about investing into real estate. We really talk about building generation wealth. And then I think we had to have that conversation in the society. So I went for an investment class. And it's during that investment class that I learned so many things. I'm like, if I knew at the time when I came to Canada, I would have been having a lot of like unity already. Yeah. Because I, I did not know that. Nobody told me about it. And I'm like, there is something we have to change in this community, especially the Francophone community as well. You know, if you don't know somebody who speaks, people is are easy to connect with other people. They feel comfortable with same language, same background, same. So it's easy for you to connect with those people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so <laughs> there, there, there are like two things here: access to information. Access to information is critical and access to the right people, right? You said it. I moved to this country and I didn't know if I knew all of this, I would be at a different level now. And this is what happened to every single one of us who are who moved to a different countries, but also from uh, for people residing in those countries, access to information is key. You can have the best idea in the world or you can, you know, be very passionate about something and you know, you know that you can use this passion to make an impact in people's lives, to build a legacy, right? To make the change that you want to see happen. But if you don't have access to the right information and if you don't have access to the right people, that won't happen right that's not something that you can do by yourself okay you need to surround yourself by the right people so you have access to the right opportunity and that's why i oftentimes i talk about visibility i talk about networking because this is the base of building yourself up for success and turning your passion whatever your passion is into profit while making an impact that's totally true. Uh, I really, really I do agree with you on that, that, that point. You have to surround yourself with people who can push you higher, who have vision, and then who can give you access to information. And as well, one of the things that I will add to it is to be able to surpass the, the fears that we have usually of unknown, of are we going to be accepted? Are we going to be enough? Are we going to make it? Beyond that, and then take the chance. That we shall, That is the things I as well did as an entrepreneur. I was uh, at the beginning of uh, after after learning about investment, and then one of my teachers said, "But oh, I've seen so many potential on you." I'm like, "Yeah, that's true, but you know, no entrepreneurial just basically is not for me, you know. And plus, I don't have anybody in this country. What will happen if I'm not able to sustain myself?" <laughs> and then, and we, so we keep talking and talking and talking. And I saw that, yes, I do have a of sharing that knowledge to people, to help people build, you know, generation wealth. But at the same time as well, for me, in order for me to accomplish that one successfully is to be, to get my license. 
Mm -hmm. so I got my license into real estate and then start my careers helping people buy real estate. And I like to say that my real estate journey is not only in Toronto because I sell in different countries. For me, is to bring awareness and anybody that's looking to buy or sell, I can assist them in a certain way. I can be there, you know, to advise, to share knowledge. And then that's my, I find my passion and how, how I start the journey. It requires a lot of courage and then a lot of time to go above my fears to see a vision of me being able to help so many families, so many uh, immigrants, so many young people, so many older people realize the dream, not only in real estate, but in entrepreneurship journey. You know, if you believe it, you can make it. So entrepreneurship is the way to monetize your passion, right? Yes. So, okay, tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurship journey. I know, you know, since the, the, the past two, three years that we went through the pandemic and everything, we talk about the, the great resignation. Uh, people are, have left the workplace like never before because they realized that they want to be some, some, someone else. They want to do something else. They want to have an impact, right? And so a lot of people have decided to transition from corporate, from a nine-to-five to, five to a follow a more entrepreneurial route. Yes. Um, and But many of, of them and many of you watching and listening, I know that this is the transition that you want to make, but, you know, a few things are holding you back. So tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurship journey. When did you understand that you were able to make a living out of your passion? We all heard, heard about entrepreneurship journey. And if you feel like the cool things to do, you feel like, yes, this is this is the sexiest thing, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. This is a good word to say, but you have to be ready. You have to be ready mentally, emotionally, and then you have to be ready financially. Entrepreneur journey can be really really good and emotionally ways you have to be strong enough because you will have you will face a lot of rejection you will face a lot of downtown down down moments where you have to pick up yourself and move again you will face the challenge of going hunting it's like you become a hunter now and you have to be able to go hunt for your meal. Mm -hmm. so um sometimes i coach young people and they ask me that question. I'm not saying that I'm not in this group that we have so many different type of uh, ages group. Uh, but the thing is, is like entrepreneur might not be for everybody. And you don't have to quit your job right away to start entrepreneur. You can start beside. But if you feel like you are ready to take the, you know, goodbye this is home, all of us in France, like take it in and move forward with it. So go inside it. Like brand the shop and go for it. You have some saving inside as well. Entrepreneurship is a rewarding job especially if it is something that you really like, you're passionate about, because you are doing something that you love. Like work doesn't feel any more work. It feels like more passion. It feels like more rewarding things because I love what I'm doing and I'm able to help other people being successful by doing what I love. So I feel, I like to say, I'm happy when other people are happy. It is true because I'm doing what I'm doing, but I'm making other people happy as well. That's very fulfilling. So if you are willing to share it with us, how long did it take you to be able to make a profitable uh, or a decent living out of your passion? For sure, uh, the, first, the first year will be the hardest one for you. The first year is difficult. So yeah. yeah, sometimes people can make it. The first year is almost amazing, but the first year you have to 
you are in the process of learning, making mistakes, learning from the mistake, is a time when you have to prove to others that you can make it because people will be sitting in sideline to look at you like, can she make it? Can I have, especially, I'm talking about industry where people are looking at this like it's maybe one of the big investments in their lifetime. So all of that things, and you have to be surrounded with people who have more experience than you. And now I am comfortable to say that I'm in, at the level right now where I have learned, I've attended events, I've attended training and all those skills to be comfortable in my journey of entrepreneurship. Still, I'm learning entrepreneurship is a learning journey. It's not easy. You have to be able to meet the demand of your clients and then as well to be here for your clients. So the first year, people uh, don't expect <laughs> quick money <laughs> with entrepreneurship because this is not happening. And this is true. And this is why I like to have those conversations with uh, uh, successful leaders and entrepreneurs because we talk about the reality. We talk about what's happening behind closed doors. So we we hopefully we open your eyes and make you realize that hey what you see on social media is not reality you're not gonna make money within three months six months like one year and there is no overnight success you will see people say hey i started three months with and i make six figures within three months one year like that might be possible in some cases i'm not saying it's it's impossible right but that's not the case for 99.9% of entrepreneurs out there. And oftentimes, for those who market quick money, like within like three, six months or six, and reach six figures, they don't talk about all the, 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 uh, the, the work that was done prior to that, right? Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. You know, I'm learning entrepreneurship. I have been an entrepreneur from, for myself for four years now. And so I can, I can start a new program in February next year and make six figures within three months. I can do that. So I can show up on social media and say, hey, I started in February and we are in April and three months I made six figures. That would be true. But that, that wouldn't tell like all the ups and downs I went through for four years That's before. True reaching that point so be very careful who you listen to who you follow on social media do the people inspires do they inspire you and bring you value or do they stress you out or do they drain you and make you feel like you are not enough if that's the yeah. way you are feeling about it then it's time to change the people you follow on social media is time to change the people you hang out with so you learn from the real stories and you turn your profit your passion into profit and the thing when you surround yourself with the right people they will you will learn from them the shortcuts that's true once again there is no easy success but you can learn the shortcuts and avoid the mistakes that the people in your network your mentors have done so instead you know of you taking 10 years to reach their level, it might take you only three years. That's true. But again, that's true. That's what happened to me, right? I so I have great mentors. Those mentors, they are like highly successful, high-level individuals in their industry. And so I did all the work and I failed. I made so many mistakes and I have learned so much along the way, but I was able to learn from their mistakes. That's why here we have no BS conversation. So you can learn from 
our mistakes collectively and you don't have to go through it and you take the shortcut to success. Indeed, you know, you have to you have to surround yourself and have mentor. Everybody has different backgrounds. Social media might not show all the successful things. Maybe you are starting from you know your your basement from your single income. Maybe the people that you are seeing on social media, they have family that are supporting them financially or who have a big network that you mm-hmm. Different. So everybody has this different story. Follow your journey of passion. Dare to believe that you can make it happen and then keep moving. That is one of those ingredients of success. Never give up, keep moving. Surrounding yourself with good people. That's a beautiful way to end the conversation. Listen, I hope that you will listen and listen or watch again this uh, interview because uh, I love it. Even myself, I feel inspired and motivated by 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 your talk today, Umu. So thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you to all of you watching the live, the replay, or listening the podcast. We are available on all the major uh, podcast platforms. So don't forget to subscribe, to leave a review, and to download the episode. So you have those motivational talks and real stories with you, like all along. Thank you, everyone. I will see you next week for another live episode of uh, Stand Up From The Crowd. And you take care, stay safe, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Bye, Bye everyone.